My name is Matt Brown. I work anytime, anywhere. And let's start the show. There are obstacles in the a better place because you are here to join us. My name is Matt Brown and I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. How are we doing everybody on this Tuesday, July 6, 2021, beautiful midsummer day. How's everybody doing? I hope everybody had an absolutely incredible and wonderful holiday weekend. I sure as heck did. I was in the great state of New Jersey over the past weekend, hanging out with my buddies in Jersey City, and we rode it out, was safe, did responsible shenanigans, went to a food festival on the actual 4th. Me and my buddy Sam, I forgot what it's called, not smorgasbord, but something else. Me and him stayed in line for exactly one hour at this place called Memphis Soul, which I guess is soul food combined with Korean barbecue, and it really was fantastic. It was oddly worth that wait. Now, I maybe would wait 45 minutes instead of an hour, but uh, either way, it was nice. It was a good time, and you know, as we saw, at least in the tri-state area, it's raining often during the past few days, so it was nice uh, for it to clear up on Sunday, and then Monday, it was a nice day too, and I hope everybody's well-rested and relaxed and refreshed and everything in between but before we get into the fun and by the way this is going to be a big week we have three shows this week but before we get into all of the beautiful madness that is taking place this week regarding this show just want to remind you to like and subscribe to the productive conversations podcast on all podcasts platforms and youtube and don't forget to check out all exclusive content regarding this show on ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com. And you can check out all the great things we have regarding the show, whether it's our merchandise store, thanks to our friends at Zazzle, whether it's every single one of our podcasts and the links to all our podcasts and platforms and our link to our YouTube page. You can check out each video regarding this show and every video of each podcast. Plus, you could check out some of the blogs I've written. You can check out my resume. Everything you need to know about our show is on ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com and don't forget to check us out in the world of social media. We're on TikTok at Productive Conversations. We're on Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast. We're on Twitter at ProdConvoPod. So everything you need to know about our show, again, don't forget to check us out on ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com and check us out in the world of social media. So I will keep this nice and short. As you might hear my voice, um, little horse. Uh, my voice was not in the best mood when I woke up. No, it was not from a nice night of responsible shenanigans. I wasn't hungover over the weekend. I've just, uh, my throat's been bothering me over the past few days, but, you know, I've been taking care of it, and now I know how much more of a responsibility it is to take care of my voice, because, well, 
the show is obviously not possible without it but um managing well with it and once i'm done recording this cold open and the outro i'll be resting it for the next few days after that until we start doing our recordings this week but if you're wondering why um we're down a tone it's only because my voice uh wasn't up to par as it usually is but i will be drinking lots of warm liquids and keeping my throat moist and and we're just holding it down once and for all no matter what so we'll be back to normal with our upbeat and normal voice on thursday and speaking of that not only we have a show on this tuesday the 6th of july we have a show on thursday july 8th as we preview the nba finals coming up the milwaukee bucks versus the phoenix suns who would have thought just one team short if you remember with the hoop therapy guys i predicted bucks and clippers and also close so we're going to talk about all the things NBA that is going on in the NBA world and the finals on Thursday and then we're bringing in Ryan Page on Friday for another tweet cap and why we're doing three shows this week is because next week I'm only doing one show I'm going on vacation on uh, next Wednesday gonna be spending time with the family down at the Jersey Shore so that'll be a lot of fun indeed so we're just making up for the lost show next week and putting it in this week so again we have shows today Tuesday we have shows to get a regularly scheduled Thursday show and then we're back at it on Friday as well so more great content in this July 2021 which you know looking at the schedule we have quite a busy month and we're gonna have lots of fun with you all to enjoy it and one last thing about fun the New York Yankees are not fun to watch and trust me I would be screaming and losing my voice almost on purpose if uh, I didn't feel so groggy this morning but the Yankees are absolutely a big fat fucking joke I can't believe what I witnessed over last week. I've never been this disappointed as a Yankee fan ever with the high expectations we have and seeing it all get swept away and us turning into such a fucking joke of a team. It's concerning. As you know, I was there on Wednesday, which, depending how the season goes, could be the infamous uh, turning point in the wrong direction for the team two rain outs game was what we thought was done at the bottom of the fifth me and who the people i was with left by the time i got home i put on the fan and steve somers goes you know i can't believe they're gonna restart this game right now and uh, if anyone knows steve somers the late night guy or the night guy on wfan um i was baffled and for some reason i stayed up till 1 30 in the morning and watch them lose to the angels 11 to 8 when they were leading this game at one that game 1.7 to 1 wow it was uh it was really fucking bad and then the rain out thursday rain out friday watch the yankees lose on saturday afternoon uh, when i was in jersey watch them again split the day night doubleheader but was leading the second game when chapman just implodes pete alonzo goes deep and with all the met fans at yankee stadium it was just a it was just a freaking mess over there they they were yankee stadium was going crazy for a new york met hitting a fucking home run to tie the game and we blew it anyways oh my god there will never be a day I give up on the Yankees. I'm always 
cheering for the uniform, but damn, something's got to change. And as we're approaching the All-Star break and I plan on having my one show next week to be focused on baseball, I will let out my frustrations and emotions there, but the Yankees are breaking my heart like so many other loyal Yankee fans. And well, when is this going to stop? When are we going to meet our expectations and things are going to change around? Only time will tell. Let's get through the final week of the first half of the season and well, Everybody definitely needs a break Break on that um, Yankee staff and team. But we have three players going to the All-Star game. Two definitely don't deserve it. Garrett Cole with how he's just gone, how much he has imploded and scaringly may show his true colors after being exposed in the Spider-Gate scandal and the MLB sticky stuff. And he's been awful ever since. And then Chapman. I don't know how somebody has such a great beginning of a first half and just a god-awful second half. For some reason, those two are in the All-Star game. But Aaron Judge is starting right fielder. And quite frankly, he does deserve it. He has been the one of the very few Yankees who has been consistent this season. And while we're very happy that the Judge is uh, going to be in Denver a week from today for the All-Star game. So... Yeah, like I said, I will let out my emotions next week for the MLB first half of the year mid-season episode preview. So that will be fun. We will enjoy it. And uh, check that episode next week regarding the Major League Baseball season. And well, that brings us to my guest today. You are going to love him. Simple as that. Chris Booman, a.k.a. Chris Emily, is on the Productive Conversations podcast today. He's a very good friend of mine from the University of Hartford, and it was so great catching up with my old pal as we talked about the best parties we went to, the worst. He told me one of the most insane college parties I've ever heard in my life, so you will all enjoy that. We talk, of course, about baseball, basketball, and football. We compare what it's like to party in the South compared to partying up North. And then Chris just blesses us with story after story, laugh after laugh, and I'll let you all enjoy it and see what I'm talking about. Seriously, like I said, you are going to love him. Chris Booman, a.k.a. Chris Emily, it's your turn. Let's start the show. This is one of the coolest dudes I ever met in college. This dude just brings a special energy. And he, you know, I say this about some people, but this guy really, really is one of a kind and just brings the definition of good vibes. I'm so happy he's on the show. I really am. And um, we're in for a treat. So with that, I have Chris Booman, a.k.a. Chris Emily on the Productive Conversations podcast. Boomin, man, this is so great to see you, man. Thanks for coming on. Oh, thanks for having me, man. I'm excited. Yo, definitely, man. You were one of the top guests I'm going for. And um, I know we missed out a few months ago because, you know, life gets in the way, but glad uh, we were able to make up for it. And uh, 
it's good times from here on out. But damn, I got Chris Boomin on the show. This is this is a moment right here. So to start everything off, dude, tell me how you've been. How's 2021 been? How's uh where you at in life now? What's uh going on with the man Chris Boomin? Uh 2021. Uh it seems like it's finally getting a little better now after uh a weird, funky year with 2020 and COVID and all mm-hmm. that. Finally getting a little better. You know, I could finally go out to places and yep. mask all the time. So it's getting a little bit normal. I like it. I like it. Um, uh, living in West Hartford here, you know, I, I couldn't escape the city. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't escape it. Uh, working three jobs, about 60 hours a week. My God. Uh, finally graduating in August. So that's good. And yeah. Look at that, yo. You have one of the most... You are an inspir- you're an inspirational dude. I always see you out with the with the squad out there, T-Kai boys. I mean, oh, you yeah. really know how to make Hartford look so much fun. I'll give you credit for that. So it's changed, but you know, we find we find new stuff to do, new places to go. Yeah. Like that, you know. This the boys are still around, so it makes it fun, you know. Look at that. Tell him I said what's up. And uh this is uh this is really cool, man. So yeah, let's let's hit on that for a minute. Like the Hartford area, you know. Actually, before we hit into that, um we'll start backwards. So we st- you know, I met at the University of Hartford, one of the coolest brothers I ever met. So glad to stay in touch too. Yo, man, looking back, you're graduated in August. Look at these big moves. And uh, talk to me, man. What are some of your favorite U-Heart memories now that everything's finally come into a full circle and, uh, you know, coming out of straight out of upstate New York to the great city of Hartford? And uh, now things are uh, coming to a close there. What were like just some of the great things you got out of going to the University of Hartford? Some of my best memories were obviously was with T-Kai, you know, Mm -hmm. different people I would meet that would come you know, through the chapter, through the fraternity, they would leave, they would come back. Um, awesome parties we used to have. All yeah. Those, all those great late night memories with the mm-hmm. bros, just staying up late and talking, spitting bullshit. And <laughs> it was, oh, there's just so many memories just on campus, you know, hanging out in people's apartments, doing mm-hmm. some reckless shit, getting a little too fucked up. You know? <laughs> bar nights you know socials on the weekends i mean there was countless memories i know i wouldn't i wouldn't go back and change anything i wouldn't i wouldn't have wished i was anywhere else you know i made so many great friends so many great opportunities for myself too and definitely so much fun so much fun yeah when i uh came into hartford i really didn't know what to expect but like you i i don't really regret I don't regret any second of it. And not only obviously getting lit and have a good times there, but all the personal growth too made uh, every second worth it. Trying to learn how to, you know, be on your own, live on your own, do stuff Mm -hmm. by yourself, take responsibility and prioritize everything. Yeah. It it was all, you know, learning experience for everyone. And uh, it was great to just be able to, you know, go through and experience all that on your own. Definitely, man. And, uh, that's where we're at. The only thing that sucks, you are going D3, but oh, you know, that's yeah. a whole story for another day. But yeah. um, yeah, shouts to you, Hart. They really uh, hold it down for all of us. And um, yeah, and, uh, you know, represent, we get the best, they got the best out of us. So having said that, you mentioned the socials and the spring flings and all that, yo, tell me 
if you could, from all the places where they're at, you know, all the houses and the village apartments, can you, is there any like socials that come, that stick out to mind that like, wow, this is legendary. You know, they say the legacy games people have, like KD had his legacy game throughout the playoffs. What was like some legacy parties hmm. that you had at UHart? You know, there's always, you know, the times in the fives mm-hmm. or bar or social. Those are always great. The few different houses we've had over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, probably, let's see, probably one of the craziest parties I, I went to. Oh, it was probably like two or three years ago. We had like, mm-hmm. uh, we had like a triple social, you know, so it was us <laughs> like... It was us and like two other fraternities and then three sororities. So it was like a triple social. A triple social. And it wasn't it wasn't at our house, it was at someone else's house. And mm-hmm. um basically this is how the night went. Um one of my friends, he QB sneaked me with with you know a little Xanax. QB sneaked me. This <laughs> okay, was like okay. this was like beginning of the party, and I'm like, ah oh, fuck. He didn't <laughs> he didn't tell me about 30 minutes later that he slipped me something, so I'm like shit. Okay. Yeah, I got to be careful now. I got to watch is, my moves. This, this is how the night's going to go. Um, <laughs> probably blacked out halfway through the party. Um, there was a point towards the end of the night where I go out on the front porch of the house to take a piss. And mm-hmm. it's like pissing rain. You know, it's pouring rain. And I'm out, on oh, the okay. porch, I'm out on the porch peeing. And I slip and eat shit off the porch. And oh. I land and I just land in like the yard like on my arm, on my elbow. And I like turn around, get up. I'm like, who the hell pushed me? And there's no one there. <laughs> <laughs> so um, long story short, um, I woke up the next morning with a naked girl in my bed and a broken arm. Oh, don't, don't remember any of it. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently when I fell outside, I broke my arm. Um, didn't notice the whole night. Broke your like, arm. I was fucked up and blacked out. I woke up the next morning. There was a naked girl in my bed, and I couldn't move my arm. I was like, what the hell did I do? So um, my roommate, um, Yuli, he drove me to um, he drove me to the ER, and they do x-rays and everything. I'm like, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's broken. And I'm like, sweet. Wow, that's that was, that, was, <laughs> that was probably one of the craziest parties I had in college because I don't remember anything from the party, anything from the night. I just remember the aftermath the next day. Well, well, I hope the uh, your friend uh, that was in bed with you uh, checked it out. You too would have been nice if she noticed too. Like, yeah, you have a, you know. A- Broken arm. It's just very rare to see that, but shoot. Yeah, I apparently happened when I was outside and I like was peeing and I fell in the yard and landed on it. But that was unfortunate. Um <laughs> definitely a story I can tell that will get people laughing. Yeah, that's it, a I, I look back on it now and I'm like, that's probably the funniest thing that ever happened to me. Oh my goodness. Super now- embarrassing, super embarrassing if I'll say it. And but it, it was pretty funny. <laughs> Yo, just so like when you go to the doctor, they're like, damn, this dude had a good ass night. <laughs> they asked me how I did it, and all I all I knew was from what people told me that I fell off the porch trying to take a piss and I just landed on my arm. So oh, I didn't exactly know how it happened, and I didn't even notice like it was broken till the next morning. <laughs> so, Yo, adrenaline so is real. Yeah, so I went on the whole night just not even noticing that my arm was broken. I couldn't even feel it. You know, I'm blacked out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my God. Did you, um, 
have to wear like a strap off or like a few months. Oh after. yeah, I do wear I do wear like a whole like sling and everything. Yeah, not a strap on. I said strap on. I meant sling. Um. <laughs> yeah, I I had to wear one. I had to wear one for like a couple months. Well, yeah, I remember that. That was uh, that was pretty embarrassing. <laughs> well, shouts to Obamacare then, I guess, on that. And glad uh, <laughs> you're all said there. You know, my oh, yeah. probably the crazy social I did that stick to mind. Um, definitely the Halloween ones was always great. Oh yeah, and there was one we also did like a double one with like Alpha Sig, Five Mu, and like DG, I think. And this was when I was president, and I remember like. Yo, I remember um, going there really, really late and uh, the cops might have came like two or three times. Then like the third time the guy had it. I remember seeing the anger on the cop's face. It just pushing everybody out. And um, yeah, we had to just pull everything together and it was epic and i remember also like people you know the classic hiding down in the basement college nights and oh yeah 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 pretty yeah. pretty much they held it down and then um yeah like i'm that was some time but uh, that was really fun because like i just remember just you there was all walks of life like i remember it was just so much fun and i would i couldn't tell you what i was wearing what cool costume i had but i remember it was just fun but yet even though the cops were so mad but we were able to successfully move everybody out without yeah. tickets or anything like that so i guess it was just so cool that you know we all came together to not avoid the more awkward situation and that's probably my favorite also to remember mm-hmm. you can't forget the spring flings either oh yeah spring flings and the fives oh oh man and the was- performers we would get like fresh montana was that's pretty cool like uh, yeah, we had a uh, we had like walk a flock that's yeah 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 mm-hmm. there was <sighs> spring fling that was that was probably the best part of the whole school year was spring fling absolutely it was like coachella coming to you heart no it was just <laughs> it was just three days of all day binge drinking it mm-hmm. was it was really bad, but it was like some of the best times you would you would have that whole year. It's really bizarre. They really, as long as it's in, in a solo cup, drink what you want. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like the public safety's out there the entire time. They they could care less as long yeah. as, as long as you know you're not like fighting people or like you know your 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 drinks in a solo cup. They don't they don't care. You know, right. It was it was actually awesome too, you know. You can walk around the whole fives, mingle with everyone in Greek life. You Definitely, know? we had we, we would get what like like thirty racks of uh, Keystone. We would get like 50, 30 racks of Keystone. Yeah. We would get like 20, 30 handles of Dubra. Like oh it was, it was disgusting. <laughs> and, I, and I remember we would have to hide them all in like multiple people's apartments. Yeah, so much you couldn't just hide it in like one one person's apartment. <laughs> Yo, remember when I had that Ford Ranger, that little truck over yep, there, yep, make yep. it a bed and just yep. put, just would stack those 30 I racks on it all in there. Yeah. Classic. Make two trips out to Jay's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, I can't believe we got through with those keystones. I don't know about you, but like, I drink real quality beer now. Oh, yeah. I can't. I, I couldn't tell you last time I drank a freaking keystone. Yeah. Been- Probably been a couple of years I drank a Keystone. Yeah, like my my beer of choice now to get a 30 rack, I like getting Miller Lights and Bud Lights. And I can't believe we used to pay $15 for a 30 rack. That's a steal, but, oh, yeah, but for yeah. shit beer. Now you yeah. get, you know, 
you're now of a mature age and you have a better choices, but man, it's a, it was some adventure. Just adventures at oh, yeah. that point. I'd say, I'd say I'm, I've developed more than an IPA guy now. I probably yeah. haven't had a light beer. I probably haven't, a, I haven't had a light beer, like a Bud Light, Miller, Keystone in like mm-hmm. so long, but I I've respect grown to it real a, mature. I've grown to be an IPA guy, an IPA guy now. I love, I love IPAs, you know? What are some of those IPAs you're going for? Um, lo- a lot of them, you know, are, are like locally ones that yeah. they have around, you know, breweries here. You know, they have World of Beer here. They mm-hmm. have um, Thomas Hooker Brewery. They have Classic. Um, they have this new one my friends and I here have recently found. It's called Illicit Brewing. It's over in, um, where is it? It's over in Manchester. So, oh, really? Um, so, you know, when I go out to like places like that, I'll try, you know, they're like local beers that they make there and stuff like that. You know, like to try some new stuff opposed to, you know, the same shit beer you'll, you'll get in a, in a, in a liquor store. Absolutely. I'm, I've been feeling you on that too. I like trying those. Sometimes the Pilsners are good. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, you know, two roads. I mean, the classic yeah, oh, two yeah. roads there, especially the roads to ruin. You just got to be yeah. careful with those roads to ruin. They could get catch out to you. Yeah. Are you a seltzer type of guy? Like what seltzer? I've seen the, the seltzer been. movement. I haven't. Yeah, a lot of people are either with it or against it. You know, there's a lot of hate for them. There's a lot of love for them. Right. I've been on the seltzer wave for a while recently. Mm-hmm. You know? And you see now more and more beer companies are making seltzers. You know, right. It started out with what? Just like White Claw. Exactly. And the Trulies. And, and Trulies. And now they have like. Bud Light seltzers, Corona seltzers, mm-hmm. they have core seltzers, you know, Ooh, moon seltzers. Yeah. And now, and now you, you, you can walk into a liquor store and you see all these brands of beer companies you've never heard of just making seltzers. Like usually you'll, yeah. you'll, you'll go in the back where the, where like the fridge is and they have all the 30 racks of beer. And then on the other side of the fridge, they have all these seltzers you probably never even heard of like seltzers are like very yeah now. it's it's crazy the the more and more seltzer like companies you'll see every time you go to the liquor store you know i'll go in and i'll buy you know maybe some white claws or something like that mm-hmm. and every time i go in there i'll see like a new brand of seltzer i'm like geez they keep popping up out of nowhere but you know that's that's i guess what's in right now that's that's what i've been drinking usually um, if I go out to a bar and I'll get like an IPA or like a mixed drink though. But, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. That's like, I feel like as I got, we, you noticed like the trends in alcohol, like remember the four locals were big at one yeah. point. Oh yeah. Cool. Then IPA era that I guess is still going on. And the seltzers like really took off Yeah. Um, at the end of the decade. Like for me, I'm not really too much of a truly and white claw person. I haven't really tried the beer seltzer yet, but I'm willing, I'm willing to, you know, expand my horizons it's not bad you know it's 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 not everyone's cup of tea you know yeah like if you're if you're more of a beer guy you know not you're not really gonna like seltzers you know mm-hmm. if, if you're not really a beer guy you'll you'll like seltzers you know that's, that's yeah how. exactly and I like, like, I like anything you know i'm not too picky <laughs> whether it's beer liquor seltzer wine i'll drink anything yeah and like that's one thing i've been doing this summer i don't know if you've ever seen on my instagram like now i'm making mixed drinks myself like yeah I went ham, right? Pretty much. So what happened was there was this bar closing in my area. And I asked like, okay, 
I'll take some of these handles from you. And they said, yeah, they gave me a fair price and I got beer. I got bartender tools and that's what I've been doing on the weekends. Like if I'm not doing anything or like bored, I've been learning how to make mixed drinks. Yeah. Just making it around. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sick. I'm six. And I've done the old fashioned, the whiskey sour, the mojito, the pink lady, which is great. Um, margaritas and pina coladas and i guess got this epic book and i'm just going to be doing that not only all summer but all year long and uh i love doing cocktails i really do and i might even just get that as a side hustle like me like for parties and stuff or like corporate (laughs) events i'll just be mad the bartender get some tips in there maddie be the bartender yes sir (laughs) what are like some of your go-to cocktails all right mixed drinks if I'm at the bar and I want to mix drink, my my go-to always is a whiskey sour. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm talking about. That's that that's always my go-to. Um, if not a whiskey, I'm I'm a whiskey guy. So if not a whiskey mm-hmm. sour, I'll I'll maybe get like um like a Jack and Coke. Right. Or maybe like a rum and coke. Mm-hmm. Um or maybe something with tequila too. You Dude. Know? The tequila, whether you go for your tequila sunrises or obviously the margaritas. Yeah, yeah. Margaritas you can never go wrong with, never. Yeah. And one thing, like sometimes the whiskey sours, they'll either do like the whiskey seltzer, a sour mix, which is fine. But I just like when you authentically make it too with the shaker and your egg whites. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, you'll you'll order one and it'll be like just like too much like sour mix. Like you can tell it's sour mix and it's just too potent. It's too much. Yeah, you gotta get that foam in there with the egg yeah. white. That's yeah. the key, is the egg white. Yeah, because then sometimes you can't even taste the whiskey. And yeah, it's just like Gatorade juice at that point. Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> Yo, man, it's it's a good time to be making drinks and getting lit, and you know, obviously yeah. in the summer season, drinks, learning, oh, trying to learn like man. rum sizzles, and then when the winter comes, learning how to do those drinks. Yeah. I've been like, I've been getting to. One drink I discovered, so Father's Day and my grandma come. I said, hey, I can make you anything. What do you want? She said this, the Pink Lady, which was, uh, yeah, I never heard of it before, right? So it's gin, um, Geraldine, and half a half milk. And it turns into this pink substance, and it's absolutely stunning. Let me see if I can get this picture right here. And it tastes so fucking amazing like perfect dessert drink i have it right here half and um, half jardine and um gin oh exactly yeah. yeah that looks good oh so good perfect dessert drink that's what i would say for that yeah. and it's um a, a creamy too right absolutely it's like a, it's a low-key milkshake yeah type of vibe and you put it yeah. in that margarita glass and everybody's happy yeah awesome yeah and I don't care. I'll get it at the bar. Rock my pink drink <laughs> very soon. Good times, man. Good times. So, as you said, you mentioned here, you're in the Hartford area back, getting lit, seeing oh, yeah. like, like I said, like one of the coolest stories. You figuring out where to go on the weekends. Mm-hmm. I, I think you like you and the boy August, who's been on this show before. Oh, yeah. He. You guys like are in like Glastonbury. Like, what are some of those places like hotspots now, especially in the summer that you guys have been hitting up? All right, yeah. So you remember in Hartford, you know, there's the places downtown. They got like Russian Lady, Pig's yep. those places. Classic. And then you got like Blueback Square, where they have you know like World of Beer and those places. Mm-hmm. 
know, those are the places you know we'd usually go, and you know they get they get a little boring after a while, and those are the only places you go to, you know. Definitely. So we've started, you know, looking for other places around, you know, like the surrounding towns. Um, we went for August's birthday this past weekend to this rooftop bar in Glastonbury. It's it's Ooh. literally called Rooftop One Twenty. That's, <laughs> that's the name of it, and it's just it's like really nice and like fancy. Um, and it's like just it's just a rooftop bar, and it was pretty lit. We we went there with the boys, like um, Fredo and bunch of us we went there yep. um for his birthday and and it's all um they have like all these like patio seating like out on the balcony there Ooh. so um like like it's a whole rooftop with with like a, a bar that goes all the way around in the middle and then on the outside there's balconies with tables and chairs and stuff so basically just got a whole big booth there with like six of us and um they had like live music there and a dance floor so that's one place we went. Um, nice, nice, nice. That's, that's another place we've we've been going to. Um, another place is it's called Mezzos in Middletown. Mezzos. I don't know if you've heard of it or ever been there, but yeah, it's in Middletown. Um, that place is probably one of my favorite places around here. It's, yeah. You 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 walk inside. It looks like just a normal bar, and then mm-hmm. there's doors in the back of it that lead outside, and there's a huge like lawn area with like a big stage that usually have like a dj live music there and then on the other side of like that that area there's stairs that go up to another bar so there's a whole outdoor bar with like a stage and like a dance floor i mean it's pretty big so that's an awesome place like during the summer it's pretty awesome yeah you know because it's practically just an outdoor bar um another place that we just recently been going to is illicit i talked about earlier um it's over in Manchester. Um, it's basically like a giant warehouse. It's pretty like open, and they've. I got love the warehouse of, bar. Yeah, yeah. It's basically mm-hmm. it's basically just a giant warehouse, and they've got a couple bars there, and then they have an outdoor patio in the back with an outdoor bar too. They've probably got I don't know maybe like fifty beers on tap. Yes. Oh, I mean that's that's an awesome place to go too, and um, they have they have really really good food there too, which you would which you would want out of like, you know, a brewery. That place is more of a brewery. Mezzo's is more of like club style. Um, rooftop 120 is more of like, you know, club style as well. But if you just want to go and chill and get get some good tasting beers, get some good food, um, Elicit's a good place to go. But those are some of the new places we go to, you know, because, you know, downtown with like Russian and Blueback Square, it, it, it gets a little old when those are the only places you go to. Yeah. So, you know, you got to find find other uh places to venture to absolutely no i hear you on that it's you know after the year we had and who i'm so glad we could talk about this a a year from where we were that they you can now actually go to these places and people got their vaccines and everything it's it's time to really live up life again i really encourage that both for fun and your professional life it's time to now you know Pick up where we left off, and and I'm hyped at these places. I gotta get the boys here. Like I said, you before been hanging out a lot with with Sam and Freeber, and you guys gotta come down to here, at Jersey, oh, yeah. New York City bars. Whether oh, it's yeah. like the Ashford we go to, that their spot, it's like three different floors of litness. I mean, it's oh. I can't uh-huh. I can't get enough, and you know, no cover at these places right now. Not oh, the wood wow. there, and. 
Yeah, I haven't been down in the city in a while. I need to I need, I need to make a trip down there and uh, experience the nightlife down in the city. It's time again. People are out and happy. And yeah, whether you go to a 30 step or the stumble in or a bar, none, those also club style bars. Another rooftop 515 Broadway. Um, I believe that's what it called. I might get the numbers mixed up, but it's like what you said, like one, you said one, two, one, two, oh, rooftop. This one's called five, one, five Broadway, right in the heart of Manhattan. And you could see, you know, the freedom tower empire state and oh yeah, everyone's feeling good. And, um, right, just tip these people. Well, yeah, those bars down there in the city, you, it's just something way different than, than up here where I am. That's absolutely, they're, they're on a whole nother level down there. Exactly. You have the whole world to party with. That's how I yeah. that's how I explain it, because obviously New York City, major, major, biggest city in America. And then like everybody from the whole world goes there. That's why I say like you're hanging out with the world over there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Enough I mean, to take away from the great people of Hartford, Connecticut, too. But um, yeah. it's, it's not New York City, though. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what, we just find our ways to get lit and have a good time. That's why uh, I, that's what's great about you, too, Boomin, that you're able to show that we can have fun anywhere we want, you know? Oh yeah. I mean, when we, when we first started, you know, going back out to bars and stuff Mm -hmm. and they weren't, you know, requiring masks because, you know, they would say like, Oh, if you're vaccinated, you you don't have to wear a mask. Yeah. So, so the first, you know, few times you're going out, like after you get vaccinated and and you don't have to wear a mask anymore, it's weird. You know, you're so, you were used to wearing a mask for like over a year. And then the first few times you you go to a restaurant or a bar and and they're not requiring it it's like dude this is weird this is weird yeah i know it but like that's what that's what it like normal that's that's what normality feels like so exactly yeah especially like in may like in may all may 2020 world was getting ready for yeah. masses world i feel yeah. and then now that we're june 4th of july week well this airs after the 4th of july weekend but um yeah we did our part you do your part getting vaccinated you yeah. took your uh you did your second dose and i don't know if you felt symptoms or anything but I, I i didn't i just i just had a sore arm you know i didn't some people felt like sick and stuff but yeah um i was lucky enough all i had was a sore arm yeah, you did good. your part for science. Shouts to science, and uh, yeah. now it's a it's a new chapter for everybody. Yeah, yeah it's getting it's getting back to normal. You know, more and more people get vaccinated. The quicker it'll, you know, officially get back to normal. Hundred percent. Feeling good, man. Feels yeah. so good. And That's what uh, everyone wants. Absolutely, and. Yeah, we're going to be on this to, to get a reunion going with the boys, too. And oh, yeah. uh, to be a good time. So one of the things I just want to ask you, too, Boomin, you spent a lot of time in Florida, the greatest mm-hmm. state of Florida. <laughs> Yo, man, what's it like, you know, having fun up in the Northeast compared to having fun in the South and, you know, Florida South, too? What's like the real difference out there? It's just, well, obviously, obviously the weather, the weather is mm-hmm is better but um i don't know this is gonna sound weird but it's like it's something in the air and florida you just Mm -hmm. get a good vibe down yeah you know like it could be what the middle winter up here and it's like snowing and like dark (laughs) and gloomy and you can get you can get you know seasonal depression and like not want to leave your your place because it's too cold out and then you go to florida and it's like dude all i want to do is be outside yeah right go to the beach, you know, go golfing. Like it's just the environment down there is it, it just, it just gives you good vibes, you know, like um, 
my, my dad lives down there right now. So whenever I'd go down there and see him, he's about, you know, 30 minutes from the beach. So mm. whenever I would go down there to see him, I would just always go to the beach and just being so close to a beach, just being down there in the warm, sunny Florida, like it's just, it's a different environment. It's a different lifestyle too than like what, what we're living up here, you know? Yeah. Like, Southern hospitality. To, yeah. I'll go to, I'll go to Connecticut beaches up, up here during the summer and it's nothing compared to like the quality of beaches down there in Florida. Right. I know. <laughs> Probably don't even see blue water with some of these beaches in oh, Connecticut. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure like the drink prices, I could be wrong. I'm not sure, but are the treat price is a little cheaper there too than up in Northeast. Um, depends. Depends where you go. You can go to like just a normal dive bar and get like a $2 beer. You oh, can go to, um, I need a $2 beer. <laughs> depends on the area you go to and like how nice the, the bar, or the restaurant you go to. But, um, yeah, yeah, it's definitely, I, w- I would say drinking down in Florida is a lot more fun than I guess. <laughs> Especially especially if you're at the beach in Florida or if you're at like a beach bar in Florida, it's just, it's a way better experience getting drunk. Right. And is that because like, you know, just the better vibes again, uh, like you said, just the aura in the air, like why is it more fun to get lit in the South compared to up here? I don't know. I, I I feel like if I actually lived there, I wouldn't have the same opinion. I think it's Mm -hmm. the fact that like, you know, I would just go there for visits or go there on vacation. Right. So I'm not, live living there and you know having that experience year round so i think that's why it just makes it more exciting and yeah, like, makes sense and makes you feel like you have good vibes we're up here you know you're you're used to what to what's up here you know definitely and like you i'm sure you have seen like uh you know best of both worlds and you know good perspective on it you, you ever been to miami beach south beach officially oh yeah yep yep i've been there a couple times for spring break um bragging rights on that it's fun. It's crazy. It's gross. Slimy. It's ratchet. But like, <laughs> you, you go there for, for like a vacation and you experience things. You're like, okay, that was awesome. But it's definitely a place where I I could never live there. Mm, that's what I think. That's a good point. Like like, I feel like the fun places you need to have a more appreciation and go for your vacations and stuff. Yeah. Like Vegas, for instance. I mean. Some people like, dude, I don't know if I could live in Vegas. I'd be. I've, I've, never life been so Vegas. I've never been to Vegas. I've always wanted to go, you know, for like just to experience it and check mm-hmm. it out. But yeah, that's, that's also a place probably like Miami that I could probably never live. Yeah. I feel like that would just be too crazy, too hectic living there. You like casinos? Are you by you a gambler by any chance or anything like um, that? I'm not a big gambler. Usually every time I go to a casino, I'll end up losing money. <laughs> um, you know, we got Mohegan and Foxwoods that oh, yeah. far aren't that far from where I am. Probably, I don't know, about an hour or so Mohegan and Foxwoods are from me. Um you know, I'll 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 go to them, I'll maybe do a little bit of gambling, I'll lose some money and I'll be like, all right, I'm done. Exactly. Like, I, then you I, just I, go out to the bars after that. Yeah, yeah, because I usually have have no luck gambling and like actually like winning money. So you know, I, I know how to play a few card games like Blackjack, um, Texas Hold'em, mm-hmm. and stuff like that, but I, I usually don't win money. Usually, yeah. Usually every time I go, I'm, I'm losing money. But exactly. Like, still, it's still a fun experience every now, every now and then, you know? Right. I especially love the casinos where you could go out. You could gamble a little bit to keep going out and stuff like that. Like, 
you know, yeah. I, I like to gamble a little bit too, but not too crazy. And now with sports yeah. gambling coming, uh, oh, yeah. more states coming that, you know, just being careful when having fun mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. as well. But I just love that combo of the gambling and the going out casinos. They go all out. And um, they're not as expensive drinks because they know that they're getting funded by people's gambling and gambling addictions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So always love doing that. And, um, you know, sometimes I saw like some of these outdoor bars and uh, casino spaces like the Caribbean or some Miami beaches where you could just play some roulette and then it goes to on the dance floor, too. That's always a cool vibe for me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. What's like we talk about all the great places we've gone out to whether it's in new york florida connecticut what are just some bars that like were whack where like damn this was all disappointing too expensive not enough people there or bad service or weird drinks like one story me sam me sam and his brother went out and we out at vodka cranberries and you could tell they were so so watered down like Mm -hmm. it was like a light red we asked for can we like get you know, real ones. And you saw the difference. This this other one was like as red as a cherry. Mm-hmm. It tasted so good. Like that was one bar in Jersey City is disappointed with. Like, do you ever have a weird bar experience like that? Like bar stuff that you give a thumbs down? Um, There's definitely been a few bars, you know, I've been to and they, you know, water down the drinks or they mm-hmm. put too much, um, of a mixer in there so that yeah. you can even taste the alcohol. Definitely been a bards, you know, where, yeah, they, they, they would put in like maybe a little tiny bit of alcohol and then the rest is all like sugar and juice. And oh, that's the worst. So, so it's just, it's too sweet. You can't even taste the alcohol. Um, there's been places I've gone to, um, where you get um like a like a VIP section type thing. Yeah. Oh. And you and you get the whole bottle service. So they bring you like bottles of vodka or whatever you want. Get some order. gray goose or Ciroc yeah. they put in there. Yeah. So they'll bring out bottles of whatever you want to order to your like to your VIP booth. They'll bring you out juices like cranberry juice, orange juice, maybe Sprite or something. Like they bring mm-hmm. you out mixers and and they'll give you glasses. You basically just pour your own. You'll pour in your liquor, make your juice. Um, like pour juice and make make your own little like cocktail or whatever. Those are fun every now and then, but I just feel like those are a lot of waste of money because yeah, you can, you'll you end up spending a few hundred bucks and all you'll, you you'll be getting is just a booth to sit in and right. then maybe a couple bottles of um alcohol. So I feel like places that do that are kind of a rip off. I've done it a few times for the experience, but it's not usually not usually what I'm probably going to be doing. Um. Just, I just, I feel like it's, it's kind of a waste because you're secluded in your own booth, you know, you're not even out on the dance floor. Exactly. And it's just, you're basically just paying for a seat and then you have to pay for bottles that are probably, you're, you're, you're buying a bottle of Ciroc that could be $20, $30 at a liquor store that's, they're charging like 250 bucks. Oh my God. The, yeah. You know, that's just, the cringe part. It's always I, that's funny you mentioned that. I think about all the time, like, wow, they really do. It's insane how much money different places do different liquors in the local liquor store, like a Jack Daniels, you get like twenty two dollars for a solid regular flask. Yeah. And as you said, too, like some places go hundreds of dollars for it. But, yeah, you yeah. need to have real fuck you money to. Yeah. To just throw it out like that. Like you need to yeah. be at a special place to enjoy and without going to the dance floor and stuff. So, yeah. 
you know, when we get to that level, of course, boom, and then we could appreciate oh, yeah. we'll, it. We'll be there one day. We'll 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 all have fuck you money. Absolutely. And then you have the the firework, the sparklers covered with the great oh, yeah. goose and oh, stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good times ahead. Good times ahead. Yo, talk to me about your Boston sports, Boomin. Though grow up in New York State, you are a Boston sports fan. That's because uh, you got the inheritance from your family, right? Yeah, uh, I was born in Boston. lived there till oh, I was about. It, I lived there till I was about ten, and then I moved mm-hmm. upstate New York. Oh, okay, okay, cool. But my dad lived in Boston like his whole life, so <laughs> being raised by him, I I grew up a Boston sports fan, obviously too. Um, where the hell do I start? Do we yeah, how you with- feeling? Do we want to start with the Celtics right now? Yeah, let's start with the Celtics. But wait, can we just, before we get into it, Boomin, can I just quickly go to the bathroom to give you maybe two seconds, if that's all right? Go for it. You know what? I'm going to grab a drink. You go to the bathroom. We'll do that. So we'll be right back, everyone. All right, we're back with the great Chris Boomin, a.k.a. Chris Emily. So, yes, Boston Sports, let's focus on your Celtics, man. All I can start with is what the hell happened? So much potential coming into it. Did have some major injuries, like Jalen Brown goes down. Jason Taylor really made some kind of push, but it ends with falling short in the playoffs. It uh, Brad Stevens is out as coach now as the GM. Um, Danny Ainge is out Dan- too. Yep, Danny Ainge retires. Now you got the uh, Brooklyn uh, Nets assistant, Eamon. Yep, yep. uh, yeah, I saw they just hired Brooklyn's assistant, so maybe he can uh... – you can do something Brad Stevens wasn't doing, you know? Yeah. What, what do you oh, think as a Celtics fan? You know, so much potential going in, you know, deep runs in the playoffs, like in the bubble year before, mm-hmm. especially when you had like Montrez Harrell there. You, there was a real hope that this Celtics team would get back to glory. And now it seems like even though I still have Tatum, we're going to see, you know, what they do, what they decide go moving forward. But, as a Celtics fan, did it irritate you what happened with the Celtics and how things wind up, or you feel yeah, uh, yeah, otherwise? Yep, yeah, yeah, you know, past past few years in the playoffs, you know, they're usually, you know, top at least a top three seed. Um, yeah. What were they this year? They were like a seventh seed this year? like Exactly, yeah, seventh seed not knocked out by the Nets. Yeah, I mean, you can, you can blame injuries on that. I mean, injuries for sure have affected every team, but um, yeah, right. Look at the, uh, look at affects, the, uh, Clippers and Hawks right now. Yeah. I mean, when it, when it affects every team, you know, is that really an excuse because every team's basically going through injuries, but yeah, yeah. um, Jason Tatum, he's a, he's a freaking stud. He's, he's a young superstar in the league. He's the leader of that team, best player. Like, he, he, he's the guy you want to have the ball at the end of the game. Jalen Brown, he wasn't there in the playoffs because he was hurt. Um, mm-hmm. Then you have other guys there, like um, Kemba Walker, who didn't really step up, and they recently <laughs> traded him, like, yeah. I don't know, a couple weeks ago? A week, yeah. week ago, they recently traded him. Yeah, he's um, out on the Thunder now. Are you happy that he's gone? Do you feel he underachieved <sighs> trying to replace Kyrie? I mean, we. What did we get for him? We got Al Horford for him. I think. Yeah. I think maybe a draft pick. Like exactly. I don't think I, don't think I would trade him away for Al Horford, who's <laughs> who's aging. He's probably going to be out the league soon. He's he's getting old. Yeah. Right. I probably would have kept on to him, or even try to trade him for something a little better. Um, Definitely. There's rumors going around. Maybe Marcus Smart's going to be traded. Um, there's rumors going around of trying to you know get like a third superstar to pair with. Um, 
Tatum and Brown, you know, they, they need, they need another solid superstar. Now I, I don't think they can do it with just Tatum and Brown. They need, they need another superstar, a guy like, um, Damian Lillard, long shot, long shot to get. Yeah, long you know, both shot. our teams going to, if it's true, these rumors that he wants out of yeah. Portland and they're yeah. going to just rebuild, there's mm. going to be a battle to see who gets it and wants to give up the most. And, yeah. you know, we're hungry. The Knicks are finally good again. Yeah. You know, tough playoff exit. But, uh, yeah, Damian Lillard, if it's true, that he's definitely the uh, hot commodity yeah. uh, coming into free agency. Yeah, yeah I mean – um, Beginning of the season, you know, people are thinking, you know, Celtics can be one of the top teams in the East. People were thinking Knicks are going to be one of the bottom teams in the East. <laughs> and then, then look how it played out. Knicks got like a fourth seed. Yep. Celtics got a seventh seed. Knicks, Knicks were, were balling towards the end of the season. Um, what was it? Randall got most improved player. Literally, yep. Tibago got coach of the year, too. Yep. So Knicks, Knicks had a better season than the Celtics, which is sad to say, you know, like, Beginning, beginning of the season, you. <laughs> you would not have thought that, but oh, he, I love he, it. He admit it, but it's true, you know. But yeah, you know, if you could get a guy like Lillard, who, in my opinion, I think is probably the best point guard in the league, you know, you, yeah, you, you can say Steph, you can say Chris Paul, maybe Kyrie, but in my opinion, I, I, I think Dame's probably the best point guard in the league. And that's, I always felt that that he was a better version of Steph because he drives to the paint too, on yeah. top of being able yeah. to shoot pretty mm-hmm. good at defense and obviously yeah. he's been clutch how many buzzer beaters oh, yeah. has yeah. he got especially in the playoffs but yeah I've, I've heard some rumors circling that maybe he's gonna get traded you know they speculated some teams maybe the lakers knicks or celtics would try to go after him that'd be that would be fun to see I what mean, happens we need yeah, a point guard bad yeah i mean if, if they if he went to any of those teams he went to the lakers with lebron and ad that'd be oh, ridiculous <laughs> They're, LeBron's passing Jordan if that's the case. Yeah, if he if he went to New York, he God, he would light that city up. If yes. he went to Boston, if he went to Boston with Tatum and Brown, yeah, that'd be intimidating. That'd be scary. That's what the Celtics need. They need they need a third star. You know, I I don't think they can do it with just Brown and Tatum. So yeah, definitely, definitely a disappointing season for the Celtics. You now injuries were affected, but. Um, yeah, Brad Stevens moved into uh, the GM position. Danny Ainge retired. They ended up getting Brooklyn's assistant coach. So, yes, uh, Im Uduka. Yeah, Im Uduka. We'll see what happens in the offseason here. Maybe they can make some moves. Maybe they can try to, you know, improve the roster a little bit and just try again next year. But that's that's all all I'm hoping for, you know. Try to do better than this season, at least. Seven seen the playoffs. Like, yeah, I don't know. I, was, I hear you. I was man. definitely very disappointed in the Celtics season. Yeah, I, you know, they their potential was way higher than than what they achieved. So exactly, you know, definitely good luck to your team. Definitely hope we're the ones who wind up with Lillard. Even yeah, he's mean, going, Knicks, but Knicks are, are just going to keep getting better. I think they have, they have a young team, a lot of young players. Yeah. Um, and that's why we could trade. Uh, we could trade. We have so many options to yeah, to yeah. make these yeah, trades. You got um, you got Randall, R.J. Barrett. Mm-hmm. Um, who who's that rookie you guys have? Toppin. Obi uh, Toppin's fun. Emmanuel quickly came quickly, out of nowhere. Too, quickly and Toppin. Uh, Randall, R.J. Barrett. Yeah, um, and Mitch Robinson. As long as he's uh, he's he's well, he's safe. Yeah. Yeah, you got a lot of young players there. Definitely a lot of assets too that you could trade for a superstar like Lillard. 
Exactly. Or, like or even or even other superstars, maybe like Bradley Beal or um CJ McCollum. Who knows? I sounds like Ben Simmons might be out the door in Philly. I don't I don't, I don't know. Want, I don't people, want anything we do with I don't Ben know Simmons. Want ben Simmons, but um yeah, after his playoff performance, sounds like they're gonna be the the Philly Philadelphia Sixers are probably going to try to trade him, but I don't know how much trade value Simmons has now after his playoff performance. Yeah, you'd have to trade him to like a team that needs some hope, like a the Timberwolves or like a Sacramento. Yeah, like that's what you want, or maybe Chicago. Or something. yeah, like none of the big markets want that. Yeah. Like if he if he just showed that. In the big moment, he's afraid of the spotlight. So why would anybody yeah. risk their great future ahead? A, a bottom tier team probably would do that for Cloud and yeah. good. And then, and then maybe he could revive his career with a bottom tier team. But um, yeah, yeah, I don't know what his trade value is now. It's definitely tanked after his performance. I think um can't shoot. What was what was the the last series against the Hawks there? Yep, um, just I, blew a three two lead. What and... was what was the stat they were saying? He didn't score a single point in any of the fourth quarters. In yep, that series. exactly. Like, he had like four, three field goals the entire seven games. Yeah, like how how are you the point guard, second best player on the team, and you don't score a single point in any of the fourth quarters in a playoff series? Like. <laughs> Shows you're overrated. You get you lose your girl yeah. to Devin Booker too, man. It must suck to be Ben Simmons right now. Yeah, but um, what do we got now? We got um Bucks leading the Hawks two two to one, I believe, and then I believe it's Suns. Suns are up on the Clippers three to two. Yes, right at the time of this recording, it is a three two series lead for the Suns, and which is crazy. This this. Clippers team just won't quit without Kawhi yeah, too. Yeah, um, yeah. Clippers won last night. Paul George dropped like forty points yeah. last night. He put Kawhi's the, still out. It's, it's crazy. I don't think he's coming in. If it's really an ACL injury, that that's months yeah. if you're out. But yeah, um, it, was, it was something with his knee, like MCL, ACL, and I'm like, uh, people are saying maybe he'll come back end of the series. I'm like, I don't think, I don't think he'll come back if it's like an ACL or MCL injury. Yeah, you know what's funny too? The day of this recording, he's uh it's his birthday today. He turned 30 years old. I really oh, like Kawhi. Yeah, yeah, I like Kawhi. It's just the chillest attitude ever. It just balls when he's healthy. <laughs> and that's what just stinks. Like this would be such a competitive matchup if Kawhi was in, but yet this team's not quitting. And honestly, shouts to like Tyrone Lou for keeping this team together. Yeah. And yeah, Paul George shows that he's legit. I think this was a big moment for him. And yeah, people, people were were they used to mock him, calling him playoff P, how he didn't, <laughs> yeah, how, how he never shows up in the playoffs. But right yeah, now, now that Kawhi's been out, he's been he's been balling. So he's been he's been putting the team on his back. He's actually been performing and showing up every game. So good for him. Um, exactly. Who would you like to see in the finals? You know that I would love to see the Suns for Chris Paul. I've never yeah. seen such a player get so much bad luck to try and be in the yeah. legendary player he is. First ballot Hall of Famer. He yeah, doesn't, he doesn't have a ring, and he's probably the the number one guy in the league that wants a ring more than anyone. You know, exactly beyond the people who don't have like a mellow or something. It should be him. So I'd like to see the Suns and the Bucks to see that'd be crazy at Giannis if he made it. I don't think the Hawks now with Trey Young being hurt have yeah. a shot at all. But what I'm they've really, been doing, they got a lot of respect for how much they yeah. they pushed, even though they knocked my team out. Yeah. I, I would like to see Suns and Hawks just to see, you know, 
two young teams, two, maybe two teams people didn't really expect to be in the yeah, finals right? either, you know. People people could have thought, you know, Clippers could have made a run to the finals, Bucks could have made a run to the finals. Probably not that many people – I don't think anyone expected Hawks to – even in the conference finals, let alone what they've done. Suns were second seed, so you knew they were they were pretty solid too. But I I personally like to see Suns and Hawks, two young teams. I'd love to see Booker and Trey Young go at it. Yeah, that wouldn't uh that wouldn't disappoint me either. I just hope that the Suns are the ones that wins the ones for all. And neither of these teams have Except the Bucks won back in the early seventies. Um, yeah, I, I don't think Clippers or Suns have ever won a won a championship. No, this is the Clippers' first Easter Conference Finals. Yeah. That's how long. It, that's how in a drought they could be. Who's yeah. ever a true Clippers fan? I respect when you have the Lakers in that town. Yeah, I'm. I'm definitely rooting, rooting for the Suns though. I just want to see CP3 get a ring. That would, that yeah, that'd be sweet. That'd be nice. But um, you know, begin, begin, beginning of the season, everyone's like, "Oh, it's probably gonna be Lakers Nets in the finals." Right. That's probably mm-hmm. what everyone was thinking. You know, Lakers Nets, and now that they're both out, it makes it a little more interesting. It's 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 nice seeing the teams that people predicted to be there in the finals aren't going to be. So so it makes it a little more competitive. It's nice to see some other teams getting the spotlight too. Right. especially that's big and you know everybody always says nba so predictable and it is but no but this year definitely is a different case and yeah you could talk about the injuries and all that but who cares it's just nice to we're glad to have it and have full crowds at it too yeah yeah that's nice that's the one thing i'm actually really excited for now that i'm vaccinated and stuff's opening up i really want to go to a sports game Oh yeah, I really want to go to sports again now. I've been thinking about going to a Red Sox game, um, some some point this summer, maybe maybe in July. I I, I definitely go, I just want to go to a sports game, man. I've I went last professional sports game I went to was a Celtics game last March, like pre-COVID. It right was like, at the time, right when it, it happened, like, huh? It was like right before the the NBA season got canceled too. Damn, and that was like the last sports game I went to. So now I'm just eager to get back and see a live sports game. Um, probably, yeah, probably going to try to see a Red Sox game maybe maybe next month or so. Yeah, that's what I've been missing the most from this. All I care about if I could go to sports games again is in concerts. Like, concerts. That's what I really want. Yep. Bad. Yep. And yeah, thank goodness concerts. we can. We have concerts and sports games. Those are two things I – the two biggest things I missed. Um, yep. From from COVID this past year, and the bar, the number three, but that yeah, the bar, bar. Yeah, sports <laughs> games, concerts, and the bars—three things that I wasn't able to enjoy last year. Yeah, uh, thank God we have them back. Now, you know, and we're taking we're taking advantage of it one thousand mm-hmm. percent. And speaking of that, you talk about expectations with your Red Sox, man. Red Ooh. Sox are having an insanely great oh, season. Yeah. Yankees are on the brink of disaster. With yeah. how much they're underachieving, which yeah. I get. Yeah, I mean, you guys just swept us. What a joke this team's turning into. Oh, it's 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 getting bad. If we fuck up this smile. season, <laughs> no, I I I understand, man. And we play the Mets this weekend. And if we get embarrassed by the Mets, it's over. I think we need a new manager. And even like it's t- I it's hard to say. Brian Cashman has been the best GM in baseball for decades but yeah he keeps the same team that's underachieving and they're not playing the way baseball mm-hmm. now you need more base hits you need faster guys but when you have a judge Stanton, a glaber all these big power hitters it's it's a joke it's a joke man and 
What's Man. your um what's your opinion? You you you've been watching news and everything with the pictures, the whole the sticky tag. stuff. Yeah, the whole spider tack, the sticky stuff. Like, what the hell is going on with that? Oh my god. When it comes to the sticky stuff, I'm just I, like I don't even understand it. It's like um I, I, I think the popular form is spider tack and they'll Yeah, exactly they'll, the spider tack. They'll, they'll put it like on the inside of their glove or like on like the the, the rim of their hat so like every pitch to like go like that or exactly like that. and like it'll make their hands sticky to like help grip and throw the ball better get but a faster spin rate yeah 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 there Listen. was um there was a game i was watching um i think it was scherzer who was pitching they they mm-hmm. um the the umpires like stopped the game probably three or four times throughout just to check scherzer's um hat and his yep. glove and now now it's weird you see all the pictures they're like they're like undoing their belts and yeah stuff. they're stripping down and yeah, stuff they're stripping down or something, something weird i don't know but listen if this has happened for decades in baseball for a yeah. long time yeah now all of a sudden because people complain you now have to extend make the baseball game longer for this which is exactly what you can't do you need baseball to go faster if you want oh, to yeah. get more interest yeah, I think it's just a joke how poor baseball handled this. If they always turn their back on, listen, I'm not endorsing cheating or anything like that. But if this was happening all the time, and like, you know, if it, I think it just shows if you could still hit and stuff. Like again, I'm not endorsing cheating or anything, but like, like who cares? Like mm-hmm. we choose what to be mad at, and this is just another example of baseball just conforming to something whether the astros cheating scandal the steroid era now this i think i think they blew it out of proportion and now you have players taking off their belts stripping down in the middle of games like yeah yeah are are we they even in a month from now are they still gonna do this or is this gonna be another fad i don't know but yeah i don't know i think they i think it's just made too big of a deal of it and uh it's just turning it to a joke but and you know like there's players like a Jacob DeGrom who don't use it and are still dominant and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think it just shows like it's a case by case basis. And, um, you know, that's the same thing I think about with steroids when it comes to PEDs, I get it. That performance enhancing drugs, but there's been so many people who took steroids and still sucked. So like, what's the real difference in that point, if it helps your durability and stuff. So again, baseball just, being a boomer sport and uh, speed old joke, shooting themselves in the foot. And uh, let's worry about other things than that. Like know, promoting your players more instead of being stick, doing sticky stuff. That's what I have to say about that. Yeah. It's definitely, definitely a weird thing that's going on in baseball, but yeah, hopefully it doesn't last. It's not something that's being dragged on. But. Yeah. Right. And so many people are saying baseball is about to go on another strike with the collective bargaining agreement ending. And you want to add that and it's infuriating, you know? Yeah. Well, um, I'm happy about my Red Sox. Can't yeah. complain. Um, recently, you know, over the past, uh, what, year or two, they've traded some of their big stars. You know, they, yeah. they traded Mookie Betts, they traded, traded Mookie Betts Jackie Bradley, um, mm-hmm. Um, ben Attendee too. Um, right. Like basically, that was that was their whole outfield. That Jackie Bradley, Ben Attendee, Mookie Betts. That was that was like their whole outfield. Like through through their best players, they did that like within the past year or two or so. Mm-hmm. And when they did that, 
I was like, I, I think Mookie was the first to go. And I was like, you, how are you guys going to trade away our best player, our franchise exactly. player, our best player to the Dodgers who are already, you know, stacked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then they traded away um, Jackie Bradley and Ben attendee. And I'm like, well, there's our other, like two, two best players too gone. And you, you look at them now and they're, they're, they're doing great, even 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 without those stars. Yeah, you know, they still have um, they still have um, Devers and uh, Bogarts and JD Martinez. Right. So so they so they still have some some big name guys there. But um, yeah, they're doing they're doing pretty well. So I can't complain. Um, mm-hmm. So I got I got my my socks riding high while my Celtics were a big disappointment. Yeah, like the opposite with me. The Knicks are riding high, and the Red Sox are. I mean, the Mets, the Mets, the Yankees are being a disappointment. It's yeah, uh, yeah. so infuriating with the expectations. And this team is going to look so different if we don't make the playoffs. And yeah, I mean, you guys, you guys got the talent. You guys got the pitch in there, and then you got yeah. you know, Judge Stanton. You, you guys got the talent too. Exactly. That's what's more frustrating. The only guy really hitting and you could trust is Judge. Judge is having a good season, batting yeah. over 300. Mm-hmm. I think like eight, 17, 18, 16, 17, 18 home runs, something around that range. Listen, all I care is if this team's really showing their true colors, and quite frankly, they might just be a – they don't suck, but they're a solid, mediocre team. We don't have players hitting. You have Stanton, who has the body of a Greek Adonis – who can't play the outfield for some reason. Yeah. You have um, Glaber Torres, who's just shows why he sucks at shortstop with all the errors, not hitting Clint mm-hmm. Frazier, who everybody said, this is your time. You finally got your position at left and he's batting under 200. It's about to be July. It's um really infuriating. And all I care is if this is where it's going to wind up. And if we suck this week, and again, if the Mets go to pound town on us this weekend <laughs> or the prior weekend, it's a, uh, it's time to let go. You be sellers. Just don't trade judge. And uh, honestly do whatever else you think is necessary. Bring players up from the minor league system, make trades, just keep judge. And I'll just wait till next year when uh, this all pans out. Cause this team does not look good. What's does not look like a playoff team whatsoever. Yeah. It's, that's how it was with the Red Sox last year. Red Sox were terrible last year. Yeah. And they, and they turned it around this year. Somehow they turned yeah, it with around. Cora and, coming back. That's, that's yeah. saying something. I, I, yeah. it's, uh, um, I gotta give credit like, where credit to do. I think they're like third overall in the majors now. I think they're, behind, yeah, right. I think they're behind San Francisco, I think has the best record right now, which is, yeah, really that's bad. really random. The, and then, um, Houston too. And then, yeah, and, then the I, and then I think Red Sox are third overall. So, Happy, happy about that. Um, yeah, Padres are really popping. Padres right now. up there too, obviously. Um, Tampa Bay's up there. Yeah, and like again, we we spent over two hundred million dollars on a payroll. The Rays have like they only do like sixty million, and yet they're kicking our ass. So we need a hard look at ourselves after this season if this is what I think is going to happen. Uh, going to a down downward spiral and i was pretty optimistic literally till yesterday after watching um them lose to the angels and aaron boone says yeah our season's on the line you score only three runs so fuck uh yeah these tickets will be cheaper i guess and i could go there i might be on the line too yeah and honestly i'm i like boone but this team looks so lost and you need to shake something up yeah and yeah, as long as you keep Judge, I'll 
accept this this mediocre team and um make major changes which we need bad so mm-hmm. another thing with football season coming before we know it how about your Patriots, all the big acquisition moves? One thing I have to ask you right away, Chris, what was it like seeing Tom Brady win a Super Bowl with Tampa Bay just one year after leaving the Patriots? Were you for it? Were you happy for him? Or were you like, fuck this guy? I am. I am happy for you. Now, I'm, really? I'm, I'm always going to be a diehard Pats fan. I'm always going to root for them. That's that's always going to be my team. But I'm also a diehard Brady fan. I'm always yeah. going to root for him, you know. Was it crazy seeing him win a Super Bowl his first year after leaving New England? Very first. Yeah, that was insane. I mean, <laughs> granted, granted, he went to a team that was already pretty stacked. They just right. needed a good quality quarterback, you know. He had, he had weapons in the offense. They had a super solid defense. Um, but I don't think anyone expected them to win a, win the Super Bowl, though. You know, people probably expected them to be be a pretty solid team, make the playoffs. I don't think anyone expected them to make a Super Bowl run, though, and they did. And they, right. But no, I was I was super happy for Brady because I, I think it just adds adds a little more to his legacy. Like eh, he, he didn't need Belichick. Now everyone's talking about was it Belichick or was it Brady and the Patriots dynasty? Who who cares? It was probably it was both of them. But, yeah. But no, I was I was happy for Brady. See him see him win win another Super Bowl, see him win one with another team. So you know it wasn't just the the system he was in in, in New England. You know he was able yeah. to win, win it with a different organization. So I was happy. But um, as far as my Patriots, another another uh, season I was uh, disappointed in this mm-hmm. past season. Disappointed in the way the Celtics finished. Disappointed in the way the Patriots finished. Um. I think I, I think they'll do a lot better this year though. They got a lot of um, players back who opted out last year from COVID. Yep. Uh, a lot of them were like some of their stars on their defense, like High Towers back now mm-hmm. who opted out, who's like their best defensive player. They got a lot of guys through free agency. They got like Hunter Henry, Johnu Smith, yeah, uh, some soft tight ends there. So. Um, and then they drafted Mac Jones, which I don't I don't know who Belichick's gonna start if he's gonna start Newton or Mac Jones. I don't know. Who would you prefer? I am of the belief I, I'm I'm of the belief that unless he, he you can tell he's gonna be like an absolute stud in the NFL, you shouldn't start a rookie quarterback, which yeah. Mac Jones, I don't know if he's going to be, he, he played great at Alabama. Do I think he's going to be an absolute stud in the NFL right now? No, but I haven't mm-hmm. seen him play. I would say start the season with Cam again. I know he had a, he had a rough season last year. You know, he, he came in with like a short, a short um, mini camp, on a new team and a new system. He got COVID. Yeah. There's a lot of injuries throughout the season too. So he didn't have the best season. He didn't have the best opportunity to really get into the swing of things. So I would say, I'd say me personally, I'd say give him another shot, start him, start him beginning of the season and see how it goes. You know, right. if he's continuing to play lousy and underperform and not win games, then, then maybe you can, you can make a quarterback change and, and see and see how Mac Jones is doing at that point too. You know, you got to put Mac Jones through mini camp and training camp and just just see how he's developing as a rookie 
in, in, in the NFL too. So you, right. you have no idea how Mac Jones is going to play. He could be an absolute baller. He could be a bust. Who knows? But yeah, as, as of right now, you know, it's, it's still a few months away until the season starts, but um, I, I would start Cam Newton right now again, just see how it goes from there. I feel like with what we've seen with Belichick, especially I feel like Belichick has a, a purpose and a motive to prove like, yeah, I can win without Brady. He can win without me. I can win without him. So I know. I, yeah. I think after Belichick watching Brady win a Super Bowl with another team, Belichick's he, he's going to do something. He's like, nah, fuck this. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to show the world that, that Brady needed me too. I, exactly. Just Brady getting the success in new England. It was me too, you know? Right. I think he, I think he's going to do a lot this off season, like getting guys ready for a big push. And that's what I'm hoping for. I'm, I'm hoping they, they really turn around and they, they go for a big push here, you know? I yeah. Mean, and you, they're, they're, they're in a strong division, Buffalo, Miami. Those, those are two teams that finished yeah. ahead of them the past season. And they're going to be right there. You got a bunch of good teams in the AFC, you know, Kansas City, obviously. Mm-hmm. You know, you got Cleveland, right. Tennessee, Baltimore, Pittsburgh. Yeah, Tennessee got Julio Jones too with Derrick Henry. So gotta watch out. Ah, that's insane. That's insane. <laughs> they lost. They lost too. They lost uh, Corey Davis and got Julio Jones. Yeah, right. Now talk <laughs> about upgrade. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, you're right, and. Bel- that's why Belichick all those made those all those moves in the offseason as well. Yeah. He's he's ready to go for it, and it's gonna be fun, man. I've never been more excited for an NFL season ever, especially the yeah. fans back having a yeah. full training camp. You get your hard knocks in, and uh, at the end of the in August, fantasy's yeah. coming back. Oh, it's- I can't wait for fantasy football. That's yeah, that's the time of the year. Best time of the year. You gotta stack those bends for it. So oh yeah, it's gonna be classic. It's gonna be so much fun. And uh, man, can't wait for the football season. It's gonna what's, be good. Um, what's your expectations for your Giants? Yo, man, I'll tell you. Coming off thinking, coming, <laughs> coming off the probably my favorite six and ten team ever. And you have the uh, Eagles definitely throw that game in uh, the last game of the season against Dallas, taking us out, dude. I'm. This is it. If we're going to win, is win now. This is Daniel Jones' last run. Now we got major weapons. You picked up Kenny, Kenny Galladay. You get Kyle Rudolph. Yep. You have Saquon coming back. It's like getting another major yeah. player. Yep. Saquon's back now, too. Defense got upgrades, especially at our defensive backs. They got some solid um, draft capital, collateral. I think the offensive line, which has been a concern for many years, did show some improvements at the end of the season. And I think just one extra year. Will make a difference. I love Coach Judge, and I I expect the Giants to be competing for that division. Oh, I, yeah. The I think Washington, they're not going anywhere with Fitz. Yeah, um, yeah. The Eagles are rebuilding. It looks the mess that ended with Eagles. It's 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 based on Jalen Hurts. Sounds like he's going to be their starter. So it depends. Yeah, on how, depends on how he plays. New coach too. Yeah, new coach Washington. You're right. I don't think they're doing any. They're doing anything with Fitzpatrick. Yeah. So it's really us against Dallas. You have yeah. Dak coming back, and you know yeah, they Dak, have some Dak weapons. Back. Um. Yeah. I think it's basically Dallas and uh, New York for that division there. Exactly. So I'm. I want to see. I. I. We really can make a run. Whether it's that or the wild card. Yeah. There's no reason why we can't make the playoffs. Honestly. Yeah, I mean, Daniel Jones. 
Tampa Bay got a wild card and they won the Super Bowl. So right. So and our last two Super Bowl runs, we were wild card teams nine and seven both times with e- when Eli led us. And uh I think uh this this will show it was it for off. Daniel Jones is legit. I do have faith in him. He do you, is yeah, I was gonna say, do you do you like him or do you wish get rid of him and get someone else? Do you do you still have faith in him? No, I do like him. You know, if you asked me probably last year, I would have said, fuck this guy. But he showed some major strides. He's a very underrated scrambler. I think he's more accurate than people give him credit to. And you have such a great, you have so many great weapons now, especially at Galladay. Slayton is a good Sterling Shepard with the veterans. Yeah, uh, Kyle Rudolph. Somehow they said um, Evan Ingram is a... A pro bowler, if he could just stop being a butterfingers, like he, yeah. he major drops, um, in crucial games, if he could just fix that, like yeah. if Daniel Jones put it in there, he literally dropped it right in the hands. Yeah, and I don't see why we can't make a run at it. I Arkley really don't. coming back too. That'll be huge. That'll be oh, huge. yeah, because he was he got hurt like what week one or two last season, yeah, week three against the Bears, week three, week three, and then he was out Tough this one. season, so that basically killed, killed you guys. Yeah, so I think this this Giants team. It's just we got to worry about Dallas, and um, it's our time. We're due. We're due for some good stuff. So yeah. let's go. And I just hope I don't think the Jets are as good as people putting out to be. I don't have a no, no. Yeah, I, I don't think Zach Wilson is that guy. Like I don't know. So you you ask Jets fans, people will say Zach Wilson's probably the next Drew Brees or something. They said that about everybody. They're on. Look what happened to Sam Donald. Now he's on Carolina. Jets Jets fans. I'm I'm glad you're not a Jets fan. So. Hell yeah, Jets fans. They delusional. Every, every year, Jets fans are like this is our year. This is this is our year, and then. They're like one of the worst teams in the league, and they get so like, delusional. They get like a top three pick in the draft, and fuck it up anyways. <laughs> yeah, people thought Sam Darnold was like the next king to the throne, and he lasted like three seasons. They traded him away. It's still amazing me how he got mono. Like you totally know how he got that. You know, big stuff quarterback the Jets and just yeah, probably probably hooked up with the wrong girl. Yeah, I assume. I assume, but like, damn, that's that's, that's, that's what they call the you know mono. That's how you get mono usually. So yeah, and then yeah. after that, it just went all downhill from there. Yeah, Zach Wilson, I I'm not too high on him either. So I don't see the Jets doing anything either. Yeah, he looks like he's eight, sixteen years old. Yeah, but, I mean he he has some arm. I'll give him credit for that. But I don't know. He's we'll see. Will this guy from Utah? Be able to take all the the New York City media and stuff. If he does, shouts to him. Got a lot of credit, but I don't know. I feel like he's gonna get eaten up. His mom wants to be more famous than him, <laughs> and uh, well, we'll see what the Jets are. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah it should be it should be a good season. Definitely super excited for uh, football season to be coming around the corner. There, Fantasy. hell yeah. Fantasy, spending all day Sunday watching watching games. Yeah. Yes, sir. And then college is coming back too with crowds yeah. and everything. Yeah, yeah. That's it's, it's a it's a good sight to see. You know, seasons coming back and finally, you know, going back to you know full capacity with with fans and stuff. It's awesome. So hyped! I can't wait to drink some tall boys and just tailgate and go ham. Absolutely ham. And you know what's uh funny um. You know, so you have the damn, I just lost my train of thought. So you have um everyone coming back. Damn, what was I gonna say? Shit. Um yeah, well, football's coming back. Good 
it's uh you know oh sorry so obviously we're having a summer you always get bummed the end of summer but now as you got an older summer ends and you get right into football season yeah oh yeah that's one cool thing about growing up especially that i realized yo summer's done but damn football's back Mm -hmm. so yeah it's another good thing to look forward to is uh Summer, summer will be ending, but and usually you're like, damn, but now you're like, oh, well, summer's ending, but look, we got football now, so it's not that Hell bad. Hell fucking yeah. It's not that bad anymore. We got football now. Yes, sir, and it's going to be a lot of fun with our teams, and we'll see what happens. Yeah. So, Boomer, we've been at it for an hour and 12 minutes. It's been an epic wow. run, man. An hour and 12 minutes? It, it does not even seem like that. Exactly, man. That's how you know it's a good show. There's just one more thing I'd like to do with you that I do with every first person appearance for a person on the show. It's a Prowse questionnaire. Ten deep but short questions. And I was wondering if we can uh, do that with you right now. Cool. Cool. Let's rock and roll with it. My first question for you on the Prowse questionnaire is what is your favorite word? My favorite word. Favorite word. Yeah. <laughs> do i have a favorite word um probably lit i, lit. I, I say lit a lot yeah oh, uh, i'm the same way <laughs> great oh, one lit. oh no it's probably my favorite word I say, I say it a lot i say it about everything i'll say that at my wedding yo this wedding's lit i'll say that yeah. my kids are born this is so lit yeah <laughs> that word's never going away what is your least favorite word Least favorite? Whew. Maybe moist. Moist, yeah. Whenever you, whenever you say the word moist, it creeps everyone out. It really does, man. You know what? I, I had somebody yesterday, and I didn't realize how weird this word is, but the word gonorrhea. <laughs> I don't know why that's, that's crazy. It just, it just, it just sounds intimidating. <laughs> yeah. Keep yourself protected, people. So this question is more of a life and fulfillment question. Sometimes when I ask people, think it's a sexual question. Not necessarily. Some people have said sex to this <laughs> power to them, but this is more of like a life fulfillment question. And that question is, what turns you on? What turns me on? Yep. Um, let's see. Well, yeah, everyone's going to say what sex. That's the obvious answer. <laughs> um, yeah, some people have said that. No, what turns me on? Um, I would say um, compliments yeah. and laughter, you know, like, like it could be a male or female or whatever, just any, any person giving me a compliment that just gives me a huge boost. Like, like giving, giving me a compliment boosts my confidence. Yeah. Uh, you making me laugh that just brings joy and happiness too. So I guess that turns me on. <laughs> laughter, Excellent answer. Laughter and compliments. Perfect. Awesome. Really great answer right there. I mess with it. So what sound or noise? Oh, sorry. Skip one. What turns you off in this world? What turns me off? Um, maybe. Um, boringness whether it could be mm -hmm. whether it could be someone's personality it could be just being bored by not doing anything you know if you're just sitting around your place doing nothing you're bored you could be out at a bar or a party bored you could be i don't know talk talking to a girl who's super boring you know i, I mm -hmm. guess 
just boringness in general is a is a turnoff. Yeah, no one likes being Boring. bored around or being, being bored. bored. Yeah, being bored or having someone with a boring personality. <laughs> I could definitely attest to that. Yeah. So number five in this, what sound or noise do you love? Sound and noise do I love? When um, I, I can't make the noise, some people can do it. Um, like water drops, you know what I mean? Like like when a water <laughs> drop hits hits like the water, or whatever. So yeah. Some people, can, some people can make that noise with their mouth, but I can't. really. But mm. I think I think it's a cool noise. Like like sorry. Yeah, I not, know what you mean. Not the little really drippy bad. noise. Some people, yeah, some people can can make it really well, but yeah, like a like a water dripping noise. I don't know. It's 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 a pretty cool noise. It's um satisfying and calming. Yeah, relaxing. <laughs> I hear you on yeah. that. Yeah. So having said that, what sound or noise do you hate? Um, definitely my phone alarm. Tell me about it, man. It's the, uh, 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 uh. This is really random. My phone alarm is the song With You by Drake from the Views from the Six album with Party Next yeah. Door. Yeah. That sound, I love that song. I don't know why I set that up as my alarm. I guess the the alarm uh, 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 was too uh, traumatizing. And, yeah, uh, yeah, that's still my phone alarm. That's probably the worst sound I've ever heard. But the song With You off... Um, off uh, Drake's Views album. Yeah. That's probably my favorite song off that album. That's a oh, fantastic it's, song. It's popping. Yeah. I've heard that every single day of my life since that album dropped. Drake, the, the, Drake and Party the, Next the, Door. Yeah, that's a great song. But, love Party Next but Door. But that's your um that's your that's your alarm now. Yeah, I I remember remember when they used to have Apple exclusive drops, like an album would drop on Apple Music first, and then you'd have to wait two weeks to go on Spotify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I actually, that's probably the last album I bought, like the digital album. The last physical one was Yeezus. So I, yeah. I don't know. I just like the song and I put that in because it was on my phone. It's like, might as well. And uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it is a great song. Just, it's also been my alarm for so long. So yeah, yeah. mixed feelings on that, oddly. But yeah, yeah. Same thing with my alarm. Like, whenever I hear that noise, I'm like, fuck, now I got to get up for like work or whatever. So yeah. So, so that's probably that. why that's probably why my alarm's my least favorite noise. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. What's your favorite curse word? Favorite curse word. Um probably fuck. It's probably the one I say the most. <laughs> classic, yeah. It's the most it's, used word in the world. It's pretty classic, but yeah, it's probably the it's probably the swear word I use the most. So yeah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> all the times you've heard fucking anger and like i don't know somebody said hey you want to fuck and you're down with it and they're down with it too yeah. then you could get excited for that or someone says fuck you and mad at you then yeah that's or, awkward. Or you, can say it, you can say it like a positive way too you know you, you can be like yo i fuck with the vibe here yeah exactly you know? yeah the most so diverse you, world. Yeah, yeah. You, you can use use the word fuck in like good and bad situations. <laughs> love it, love it, man. What profession other than all the ones you're doing would you like to attempt? Like what's another type of job you like to do? Um, well, a goal of mine in life, um, probably you know, farther down the road. Um, I want to go to law school and mm -hmm. eventually become an attorney. So oh hell yeah, dude. So You'd be a fine. badass attorney. So that's my, I guess, end goal as as far as um 
what I want to do in life. You know, I want to end up going to law school and, and be an attorney. So nice. That's, so that's what's up, man. So that's the job I want eventually, you know, down the road. I'm probably not ready for it to go to law school yet. You know? Yeah. No rush. Once you're ready and you'll help yeah. people. Do you know what like type of law you want to be like a criminal lawyer? Yeah, yeah. I want to get or... into criminal law. Um, prosecutor or defense. Uh, not too sure yet, but I, I definitely want to get into criminal law. Damn. Well, you'll be nice at it. Yeah, hopefully. Real good. You ever watch Better Call Saul by any chance? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Really? Absolutely. Love That's that. my fucking show, dude. Love that show. Yo, man, you hype for the sixth season? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yo, man, spoilers, spoilers alert. Yo, what do you think's going to happen right now? What's your prediction season six? Is Kim going to survive? What's going to happen with Nacho? Is Lalo going crazy? What's, what do you think is going to happen? I don't know. I feel like they might kill Kim off. Oh, I'd be bummed about that. I, I, I feel I like love they Kim. Would, I, I feel like they would like just go crazy and like just take a huge twist, kill her off. I feel like that that might happen. I'm, mm. I I don't know. I don't know though. You never know with the great vids of Gilligan and Peter Gould, but that's why we love them. You know, you know what I think. Just because of all the video essays I've watched on this and all the YouTube videos, I think. Kim survives like the connection with the with the guy who the the relocator, you know, the Rob Forrester character. I think they must have somehow met them and she had to get relocated. Like she fucked up so bad that she had to go in a uh, another direction. Yeah. And I think from there's this huge, you know, I could be completely wrong, but I think there's one of those scenes. It's one of the flashbacks, the one that's in Breaking Bad, where he calls the um, relocator and he says to the uh, secretary he has, hey, where are you going to be on November 9th at 12 a.m.? And she said, if, if the phone doesn't answer, I'm going. And he said, yeah. So I think apparently that um, Jimmy slash Saul's birthday, hmm. because she had to go away, the one time a year they talk is on his birthday at that specific time. I think that's what's going to happen. That's my prediction. Again, I could be completely that's, wrong. That's an interesting one too, huh? Yeah, and I think, um, yeah, I think Nacho somehow kills Lalo because there's a scene where he says before, like Tuco, mm -hmm. Gus says the Salamanca name dies with you. Now him and Layla have the same Salamanca name, and he obviously knows who Lalo is. So they must he must have got killed at some point in the show. Hence why he said, "Hey." Everyone's dead, including you. But mm -hmm. they wound up both dying. So there you go. That's just my predictions. Mm -hmm. But we're so hyped. I know they're filming it right now, and I think at some point next year they will bless us with those with those shows. Yeah, man. yeah probably won't be till like twenty twenty two. Yeah. Hey, it's worth the hype. I'll take it. Take your time with how good that show is and your storytelling. Anyways, you, um, have yeah. you watched the show Ozarks? That's another. It's another one of my favorite shows. That's high on my list. Everyone I've heard says great things about it. And I like Jason Bateman. Yeah. So I'm I'm about to, I'm about that soon. I'm about I need to binge a new show very soon. Yeah. So o Ozarks. There's um I think there's only like three seasons out right now, but um um another one of my favorite shows, Ozarks. Fantastic. Would, would you go visit Bateman's the really good in it? Would you go visit the Ozarks after the crazy shit you've what? probably seen? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Seems like a cool place. Nice, nice. The one show, like I like binging shows one by one. So yeah, the one yeah. I'm watching now is a, you seen Dave Little Dicky show? No, I have. I've, I've never watched that actually. 
definitely a fun watch. New season's happening now. So I'm bitching that. And maybe Ozark's the next one. Yeah, cool. I'm feeling it. So we'll go with that. And um, yeah, so with that, number nine is what would you, what job or profession would you not like to do? Not like. Um... Let's see here. Maybe any job that involves heights, like um, mm-hmm. like you know those repair guys that have to go up into the telephone wires and stuff like that. Oh yeah, I, I just I one of my biggest fears is heights. So I think I think any job where you have to be like high up in the air, I, window I, cleaners. I, yeah, yeah, I could never do that stuff. So good one. Well, my last question for today is: If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say to you when you arrive at the pearly gates? I'm proud of you. Great answer right there. Yeah. Let's drink some beer. <laughs> Let's have a cold one with God, right? I wonder what his beer of choice is. Hopefully not Keystone. <laughs> Hopefully, Hopefully not. not. Or he uses his powers to make it taste amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Chris Booman, you're the fucking man. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me, man. Absolutely. Love to have you on another time if you're about it. Oh, absolutely. This was fun. Hell yeah, man. Love it. Love to hear it. And bro, let's stay in touch and let's kick it really soon. We're not too far from each other. Like I said, we get that reunion with all the boys, whether in the city or um, Hartford area. Let's definitely make some big moves. And until then, like I said, you're the fucking man, Chris. I'll see you very soon. And thanks for everything. Have a great day, my friend. It's you, man. Thanks. Peace. My man, Chris Booman. What a great appearance, my friend. Thank you for coming on. Thank you, the greatest listeners and fans in the world, for coming on each and every week and checking the show out. The show is not possible without you. And I love you all dearly as the audience of the Productive Conversations podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe to us on all podcasted platforms and YouTube. And also don't forget to check us out in the world of social media, whether it's Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast, whether it's Twitter at Prod Convo Pod, whether it's on TikTok at Productive Conversations. And don't forget to check us out and all the exclusive content regarding this show on ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com. We're back here on Thursday. Hopefully my voice is back to normal so we can be dandy and have some fun. But either way, we will do it and make sure that we will get through the sickness and uh, resume all the fun we're having. And again, we're back here on Thursday to talk about the NBA Finals and previewing that matchup between the Suns and the Bucks. And we're going to be back the next day on Friday, the 9th of July, which will be me and Ryan Page going over the news stories that are trending this week. And yeah. Hope everybody had a wonderful weekend, as I said. You now enjoy this short week. Let's make big moves. Let's make people proud. And let's make ourselves proud most of all. And besides that, my name is Matt Brown. I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. I am now going to rest this voice. And I hope you all will enjoy yourselves and get some rest yourself after all the great work you've done. With that, my name is Matt Brown. And I will see you all very, very soon. Peace.